You're now about to witness the strength of geek knowledge. Hello and welcome. That's right. You're trapped in Nerd Cage Live. This ain't just a reaction show, but a debate show and a live discussion on everything that makes people like you and I tick. So thank you for joining us tonight on this very special Combat Week stream. Please hit that like button and subscribe. I'm your co-host, Jay St. G, certified geek, seven days a week, coming to you live from Syracuse, New York, and always among us, our moderator and troll hammer, Joe, from Fall One Gaming. And tonight, from the realm of Chicago, ladies and gentlemen, bow down to your Empress Queen. You know her as the original Sindel from Mortal Kombat 3, the original Tanya from Mortal Kombat 4, and she was also our beloved Serena from Mortal Kombat Mythology Sub-Zero, Nerd Cage Nation. Give it up for the iconic, the beautiful Miss Leah Montalongo. How are you tonight? Hi guys, good to be here, good to see you. I'm doing great, super excited to be here. Yes, <laughs> give it up. She took time off her busy schedule to be here. But yo, before we get started, Joe, who do we got in the chat? We have Paul Tackett in the chat, uh, Titan Goji, Scott Bannock, Matt Bishop, and more to come. We've, oh, we've got eight here. Awesome, we got some new faces, we got some old faces, I love them. Nerd Cage Nation Melting Pot. Before we get started with everything, just a friendly reminder to everybody, tomorrow night, 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, uh, we're going to be premiering uh, Nerd Cage Live Fight Critiques with special guest Anthony Marquez, the original Kung Lao. It's going to be chopping up movie fight scenes with us. That's going to be at 9 o'clock tomorrow night. So you Mortal Kombat fans, please stick around tomorrow night. But hey, let's get let's just get the party started. Um, Leah, um, as we've said already, you're the original uh, Sindel from Mortal Kombat 3. Please Take, take us back to 1994, 1995, and how it all started. How did you get involved in Mortal Kombat 3? What was your journey to Mortal Kombat 3? Um, you know, I kind of have it down now because I've been asked so many times. So my answer is uh, right place, right time, yep. right people. You know, it really was just, um, I, don't, I don't know if you know this, but at the time I was... Brian Glenn's girlfriend. Yep. Uh, we were both personal trainers at a gym downtown Chicago called World Gym. Um, and John Parrish happened to be a personal trainer there who had just been cast as Jax. And um, Tobias asked him, you know, if he knew any other female, male bodybuilders, you know, possibly they were looking for like a couple and uh and john was like oh i i know the perfect couple <laughs> so um that that's and i actually just found out that detail because i just saw john recently um at a How, how's he doing and, by the way we we're we're big fans of john parish how is he he is he's wonderful he had just come off a, i think a win of another bodybuilding competition and um nice. yeah he's such a, a great, great That's guy. what's up. And, yeah, and I actually had to thank him um, because, you know, that was really our segue into Mortal Kombat. Brian and I just happened to be work colleagues of his, and Brian went in first because he, you know, was cast as Shao Kahn, and then they called me in um, to audition for Sindel, and, uh, you know, and then I got the call 
from John Tobias and uh, and I was waiting for that call too. And I was so excited when I got the call. And in fact, um, you know, back in the day, even still now, it's like a little Tony Robbins. I like the power of positive thinking and all that life coach, that kind of thing. Yeah. And so I was literally on the treadmill. Brian and I lived in a condo in Tinley Park and I was at our little workout gym and John told me he would call me before the weekend was over and I hadn't heard from him. And so I was on the treadmill and I was like walking and I was visualizing John calling and I went as far as like it visualizing the whole conversation. And when I came back into the our house, the phone rang and it was John. And it was just like the coolest thing ever. You know, I mean, yeah. I was 19. So it was like, wow, this is just like the biggest thing ever. So yeah, that's how it started. And that's awesome. <laughs> they couldn't pick a better person to play such an awesome character. Um, so Thank let's you. so let's talk about like the character Sindel. Like you know, obviously you had the hair, the makeup, the you know the really awesome costume. Almost gives me like an Elvira vibe, but just more more twisted, more evil, more sinister. I love it. But like, tell us about like the whole makeup and hair process. I'm dying to hear it. <laughs> yeah. So. Um... That wig, that's kind of like the, you know, that was the, um, the what is it, like the, the sliver in my finger. Like it was like the thing, it was just like the thing that made the whole experience kind of really difficult. You know, it was like a 30 pound wig and it was really basically like a football helmet. <laughs> you know, this is, this is when they put natural wigs on your head. This is when you would get a wig and it would come off of the mannequin head piece and it was it was put together and there were you know the hair was literally coming out of this like uh, football helmet and um and it was it was about 30 pounds and i had i have hair already yeah so we were trying to manage it and there wasn't you know it wasn't like craft trucks and makeup services i mean i did my own makeup you guys have seen the stills from mm -hmm. the back yep. you know from from back in the day and i had david mickinich you know who's one of my favorites on set i think sal was there too kind of helping me with this thing it was just really makeshift um the costume itself you know that was another uh, the, the black fingernails like i i was lead press-ons like that's i was doing that i was doing i was like it was that morning, you know, I'm in the makeup room. It's like, well, what do you think? Should we do like a, you want it like this? You know, like it was just, <laughs> that, you know, and, and that's, we, we were so um, just authentic and just kind of creating as we went along, you know. Um, but yeah, the costume, that was the the thigh highs at that time, you know, yeah. I was pretty yoked. My thighs were pretty, so every time I took a step, <laughs> the stockings would kind of tumble down. So, yeah. So it how were you uh, able to pull off the fight moves then with all that uh, hair, yeah, the thigh highs yeah. and all that stuff? How were you able to do the punches, the kicks, and everything else? Well, that's, that's what's really interesting. I think a lot of people are just maybe understanding, but everything was really still shot. So it took us seven shots, seven individual shots to get that full image. Oh, and yep, then, yep. And then what John and Ed would do is they would digitize it. Yes. I think yep. that's the term. So that you would get that full range of motion. 
And so, um, you know, even like the sidekicks, all of those things. I mean, it was a full, you know, seven different takes to get that full extension so that you would see that full movement come to life. So, yeah. so it was more of an animation than a capture. Correct. Right. I mean, it was the first of its kind. So we, yes. we weren't even at animation. I mean, it, we weren't even at capture yet. This was before yeah. even, you know, that's kind of what segued to it. So, um, so yeah, and I kind I talk about this. I've talked about it in the past when I think there's, uh, you know, an image where Ed is obviously showing me how to do the front flip that everybody, mm -hmm. pretty much every other character is doing in the in the game, and I'm looking at him like. This is not going to happen. I have a thirty-pound wig on my yeah. head, and um, I think even I had attempted. And so there's another shot of me with no wig on because I'm so I'm like, like this is not happening, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and that's how I got that straight pratfall. Is like he, I was, we had to figure out how am I going to fall? How am I going to, you know, how am I going to? Do some action here and I was like well I think I'm just gonna go back and the weight of the wig weighed as much as my bottom so it's just a straight <laughs> wow. no, I mean that's how I got so straight like, yeah you're gonna wait no I want now I'm dying I've been wanting to know this for years so this is I, I'm really excited to ask you this how on earth do they do like the the hair animate like when you do the throw you wrap up the hair and throw the guy like how do they animate the hair i'm dying to know you know what that honestly was all in post-production oh okay, okay. No i figured as much hair. but i didn't yeah. know if you if you yeah. you know saw how it was done if they want you know you know yeah, I, I was well, just curious I, I i mean i would imagine that i definitely had those you know, those images that they were able to build upon. So I, I would, I can almost remember like, you know, when I do the scream lunge forward and they, and they have that movement. Yes. So I could imagine that from there is like, dip your head more, dip your head more. And I probably got as far as I could with the wig on, but all of that wrapping is all post-production. That's awesome. Yeah. Actually speaking of the scream. <laughs> who came up with that? And and I want to know: was that you who voiced that? Ah, ah! Like, I, I'm just curious. Do you know who? Did you voice it, or, or do you know who voiced like Sindel's voice and scream and stuff? That the more current scream, the the one that's kind of really popular. I think uh, DJ Matt Bishop. He he can probably speak to it. That one is um, more current. So I don't know where that has come from. That double ah ah. Okay. But, <laughs> But the original scream, I recall that I did scream, but the way that the scream came up was like, you know, it was, again, like it was a group, it, we were all, you know, it was like, what would you do if someone came up to you, you know, and tried to punch you in the face? What would, how would you get someone to get away from you? And for yep. me, it was always like, I was, I did go through time, at, you know, where I was bullied and I didn't want anybody coming by my face. So that's why I am kind of happy in my movements mm -hmm. um, because I always kind of wanted to back away, but I, I can almost recall, and this, this is like just my memory, you yeah. know, so this is a while ago, but I almost remember like, you know, what would you do to get somebody away from you? It was like, I would scream. 
you know, like I would scream them away, you know, or maybe it was a collaboration or maybe it was them telling me to scream. Like it's, it's been that long. Yeah, I know. Um, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's like they're like, I remember the pizza, you know, <laughs> like I remember the pizza we had ever. But those little nuances and who knew that the scream was going to be the biggest and Yo, by the way, that's like one of my favorite fatalities ever where you scream so awesome. and the flash yeah. comes right. Oh my God. That was <laughs> seeing that when I was, you know, you know, like eight, nine, ten years old, like that was, it was an incredible sight. It really was. You know, uh, what's really kind of, it's been really fun, especially like you mentioned before we started uh, yeah. this stream is like having this interaction with fans and really kind of acknowledging my, the the portrayal of being with within the character of Sindel but really looking back like I have a lot of appreciation for the for the character that I was able to be a part of building because yeah. I would want to scream somebody to fatality and like whip them with my hair like yeah you know that's how I feel now I'm like yes you know like I got the best moves you know um absolutely so Definitely yeah, the most unique ones. Like you're, you're such a standout character, and you're a prominent character in the story as well. Uh, another thing I want to ask, real quick, well, keeping it in the realm of like the moves and animation. So, how do they do? Like, um, I, you, I know you explained like the punches and the kicks, but what about like the flying, the wind pose, and the flying, where you're actually like, you know, you're flying, you know, you're flying in game, and you're, you're like, like did they, did you? Was there any wire work involved, or you just were, or you just pose on, on like like a, on a platform, or how did that all work? Yeah, I did come up with the flying because oh. they were like, "Well, I did come up with that one." It was it was when we had this. Brian and I were doing the the, the photo shoot for the side cabinet, and um, and I think it was really like I want to say I remember having more exchanges with John Tobias over Ed Boon. John was more of kind of like, well, what would you do? You know, he really kind of wanted our input. And I think he was like, well, what would you do? And I was like, well, I would fly. And then I just kind of did that whole thing. And it was like, you know, that was me coming up with that of how I felt that character portrayal. And, and really, I was. <laughs> And really, I was just lifting my heels. And then that kind of, you know, where I'm going back like that, I think that was a collaboration. Oh, that's um, amazing. I'm know. so glad you had some input on the character. It wasn't just them telling you what to do. You actually came up with, and you came up with like one of the most iconic things of the character. And like, that was always such a unique thing. And if I recall, prior to Mortal Kombat 3, there was no flying character. You're the first Mortal Kombat character to do the flying. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. freaking and awesome. Then, um, that side, you know, that side move that she does and she kind of does a high jump where it's like, um, I don't know what it's called. Yeah. Because it's not really a kick. She's like kind of getting up and out. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, though? It's like that side. Well, anyway, that was on a, a three staircase where. Yes. They, yeah. They did that back in the day in the early games, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there, there was that, and then like running on the woodway treadmill with no arms and like just go. Yeah. <laughs> and when you're done running, it's that's so right fun. because that's when they started doing the running mechanic in in Mortal Kombat. Mm -hmm. It was yeah. Mortal Kombat Three. Was the running mechanic started? Um, yeah. Okay, so I've been dying to know, like, and Joe, I'm, I'm speaking for both of us. How? Mm -hmm. Please tell us, you know, summarize a little bit. How was it working with? I mean, you touched on it a little bit, but just go a little bit more. How was it? How was it like working with Ed Boone and John Tobias? Because we, I've never met either one of them, so I just want to know, like, what was it like working with such 
brilliant programmers and creative minds such as them. Yeah, well, we're all still friends to this day. So that's great. Like that's what it was like. You know, I haven't I haven't really seen Ed in quite some time, but um, John and I and Brian, like John, would always invite us to like come to his office and watch what they were working on. And um, I had a lot more exchanges with John when I came to Chicago. You know, a few years back, we all went out for dinner. I, you know, it's like I'm close friends with Sal Divizio, you know, I'm seeing him this next week, you know, we, awesome. we all hang out, Brian and I still hang out, you know, so I think like working with Ed and John, they, it's kind of like, I, I think for all of us is like, we were just doing the thing that we do, you know, and, and John was obviously like, so um, immersed, but just really cared about what he was doing. And Ed, they were just, they worked so well together. It was just really awesome to see. Um, Ed was a little bit more kind of like directive and, you know, you do this. And Don was a little bit more inquisitive. Like, what yeah. would you do if you had to do this, you know? And, um, but just such kind, really kind, awesome guys, you know, whatever we needed on set. Um, yeah. And like I said, to this day, it's like, we were all in Chicago for an event a couple of years ago. It's like, let's go have dinner. Yeah, let's go have dinner. You know, that's wonderful. And uh, we're happy birthday on his Facebook, you know. So it's, again, like that's what has been so wonderful about being a part of this is when we were there, we were just doing the thing. They were just doing the thing. There were no egos or shows or nobody had a clue that it was going to evolve to be this incredible, you know, franchise oh yeah so absolutely yeah uh joe i see i see take that question okay um one, one of our one of our get, past guests uh the hub asks how tough it is to stay in shape uh diet and exercise wise yeah especially and more so for the games like how was it like staying in yeah. shape for the games and and whatnot was it was it a challenge or or was it like to come natural to you well, at the time I was a personal trainer and I, you know, fitness is my life. I work for a company and that's our tagline. It's not fitness, it's life. Yeah. So it, it wasn't, it wasn't difficult, but what I did do was I did do extra training. I did do that. So when I knew I was going to be not a ton, yeah. but when I get called for the cameo, I will do a ton of training. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so just putting that in there. Um, yes. So what I <laughs> what I did do though is I made sure that I went and did a couple private taekwondo classes. Brian and I actually we had a friend who owned a taekwondo school in, in Palos Park, um, so we went and just kind of brushed up. Not you know he he's not doing many moves, but I was a little bit more focused on like the kicks and and wanted to really be authentic and and what I was doing. So yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's what I wanted to ask you is like how much of martial arts. I know I know you were a bodybuilder and. and uh, and and um and dance instructor, but like, how much martial arts experience did you have prior to more, you know being in Mortal Kombat? Taekwondo was the martial arts that I studied, and I was very preliminary. I think I maybe made it to like blue or brown. Um, That's good. And I, I did I did pursue that after I was kind of getting bullied when I was in my early teens. So it was kind of just more of something I wanted to learn for self defense. Yeah. But you know. That was around, I was maybe 15, 14, 15 years of age, and then I was cast as Sindel at 19. So I was still pretty current in how to, you know, do the movements. Um, but not 
not as crafted as my other castmates. So yeah. I think the dance definitely. And I think, you know, we had this long interview. I don't know if you, you guys saw that when we were at game terminal, we did a panel and all many of my castmates are the one, the one in Tennessee, cool. right? With tab, tab monk 99. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I absolutely yeah. watched it. That was an yeah, absolute I, uh, pleasure to watch. It was so, it was so yeah, great. It was so like, funny. But what I realized, and that's why I love doing the panels, is we always learn more. What I realized is I think, like, the fact that I didn't have that much experience led me to have different movements. And that's kind of what I think helped Sindel become iconic, is I had to work with what I had to work with what I had. Yeah. Well, you did you did amazing. And, you know, I wouldn't have known otherwise, like all the moves that you do in the game. Never would have known that, you know, you didn't have as much as the other ones on your fellow castmates. I wouldn't have, I would have known otherwise. So you did an awesome job. Thank you. Plus, you got the scream and the fireballs. And, and plus, my favorite combo, high punch, high punch, uppercut, jump punch, air fireball. Boom! Sorry, I, 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 we just we just played more Combat Three on Twitch a couple of days ago. We played we did a Sindel uh, ladder walkthrough, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, so one more thing on so one more thing on Sindel before we move on to some of the other characters you portrayed. Um, I understand you uh, you're a mom of a ten year old. I just want to know what does he think of you uh, being the character Sindel? Just just curious, real quick. Yeah, so it turns out um, I'm not that cool to him, but I am starting, I am starting to become a little cooler to him um, with the more recent kind of updates and whatnot. And in fact, he's the one um, when MK11, the skin came out, he's the one that was like, Mom, that's you. And, and I was like, wow, it really like the facial you know the the way that they really built this new current skin and then i started getting all this contact and so more recently he's kind of like yeah my my mom's you know like he's like yeah that's that's my mom you know that's and, so uh, awesome and it is it, it is really cool because he happens to be extremely creative mm -hmm. and um his his dad is a graphic designer and um, so he's just really inclined to like, he has these great ideas for these avatars and he builds like all these really cool Minecraft, you know, worlds. And so I'm, you know, I mean, he watches streamers and he watches, you know, Twitch and I, I support him. And that's, that's what I do because of my experience with the game. So um, yeah, I think we kind of have a unique bond that will just continue to actually probably grow in a positive way because I happen to be Sindel. <laughs> that is awesome. So Sindel was not the only character you portrayed. From what I understand, you were also uh, Tanya in Mortal Kombat 4, more specifically for an E3 appearance. Is that correct? That is actually, there is some discrepancy there. So the truth is that Tanya was created upon a completely different person. And that person did not want to participate in any of the kind of after the game production. Yes. Yep. So they called me because I had already had a relationship and could play, you know, out Tanya at the E3. So I never want to take credit for um being the inspiration of that character but that inspiration will is just 
that's it was inspired by somebody else and yep. that person decided that they didn't want to participate and so they called me and I said yes and so that's why I don't do any real signings for Tanya I always really try to be so clear that I modeled for Tanya at an E3 event okay. um, and I think that might have happened maybe once or twice but if they needed me to come in for a cameo I could <laughs> consider that. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I know. Like I said, I just wanted to just have you address that because, yeah. you know, I know, you know, so technically you were Tanya at some point there. Uh, which brings me to another character that, listen, <laughs> I absolutely love the character Serena. And it's bothered, Joe, back me up on this. It's bothered me for so mm -hmm. many years. That we haven't seen her properly come back as a playable character since Mortal Kombat yeah. Armageddon. I love that character because she was so complex. She was a demon yeah. trying to redeem herself. And yes. So please take it back to Mortal Kombat Mythology Sub-Zero. How it was like actually portraying. Not just like doing like the digitized fight moves. But you actually got to act a little bit in those cutscenes. Yeah. So please take us back to Mythology Sub-Zero when you got to portray Serena. Yeah, no, Serena is actually my favorite character that I. That was gonna be another. I was gonna ask you. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sindel, Sindel is badass, and she, you know, but she, it was, I was limited, and I had to work with a, a lot of obstacles, the wig, the costume, all that. So when I got to Serena, and they were like, "Hey, we want you to wear this bustier and this little skirt and boots, and put one white strip," and I was like, "And that's it." Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's great. And you know, and um, and then working with John, John Turk, and then Richard Divizio. Obviously, we have the classic bloopers. It would, yeah. And my BFF Carrie, who was like ready to deliver her twins. Um, it was awesome. You know, it was a lot of fun, and I really wished. You know that maybe something else would have come from that. Who knows? Maybe something will. But uh, but to have that, you know, as a part of as my experience, that's probably one of my favorite projects I ever worked on. Um, yeah. yeah, it was it was super fun, <clears throat> and Serena felt very um, very relatable. You know, Sindel was kind of an out. It was kind of far for me. You know. Yeah. To, to reach out to kind of under like really understand to really conceptualize it but Serena I was maybe 22 years of age I think when I got cast for that and we did that project so it was still early but or 21 um, <clears throat> but she was super I was like yeah I could do this all day it was so fun it was a lot of fun yeah no cause uh, I, I remember in uh, Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance aka MK5 um, if you go into the crypt, for those who don't know, if you go into the crypt, there's stuff you can unlock, like past artwork and concept designs. But in there also were cutscenes from Mortal Kombat Sub-Zero, and then also were bloopers. And my gosh, seeing those bloopers, I mean, I'm sure they're on YouTube somewhere, but it was just so funny. Yeah. Especially Richard, because he's like, Quan Chi is like this demon, scary demon sorcerer. And to see them, see you and all them just goofing off after, you know, whatever yeah. mistake, it was just, oh my gosh, it's such, yeah, it's really, really, really funny. And you, we could all tell you guys were having fun. And shout out to our friend, uh, Tabmonk99, who was actually on our show yesterday. Um, yes. Oh, you, I had a blast. I was definitely in my element yesterday. But, um, 
but yeah, I, I saw that footage, what he posted on his channel there of you guys, you, Richard, and John Turk, um, replaying the, on stage, the MK Sub-Zero oh, cutscenes. It was bloody fantastic. And it was awesome that you were rocking the purple, rocking the Sindel colors that day. Um, I was trying. I'm, you know, it's a work in progress to... It's it's a fine line to walk, you know. I, I definitely want to pay my respects and, mm -hmm. and show up, and, but I also want to be current too, yeah. and not like, you know, this is only this is the only thing ever. It's like, yeah. you know, like I'm rocking it today, but it's like <laughs> so am I. Black and purple. I had to yeah. rock the sin and my hair Love too. It. I knew we were doing yeah. this interview, so I I got everything done for this show. Um, awesome. Also, I want before we move on to you know we want to talk about your your website and your merchandise and all that good stuff. Um, I just want to say hashtag bring back Serena for Mortal Kombat 12, please. If if if, the, if Netherrealm is listening right now, we want Serena back. Bring back all bring back the, the knife throwing move from Armageddon and like yes and bonus points if we can base it off of Leah even better. We just miss that character so much. It's been, again, Morcom Armageddon was, what, 2006? So it's yeah. been, oh my god, it's been a long time. We miss that. We just love that character. I know she wasn't, I know she really wasn't, like, like in, in a lot of games in general, but she made such an impact, and it's so cool that you got to play her. We just, we miss that character. We really do. We love all the characters you played, by the way, but... But yeah. we just we just want Serena back. <laughs> and I'll actually build upon that statement if NetherRealm's listening. Uh, as far as cameos go, I think now that they've been able to have the skins for the 1995 movie, it only stands to reason that they can come back and motion capture all of you again. And now that there's a timeline thing, they could they could really do it. You know, they they have their way to ways to do this it's a shame if they don't <laughs> yes like i said we'd I love to see you come back as serena it'd be awesome so yeah um so just so so for the record today by the way everybody what i'm about to talk about is links in the description by the way links in the description um so i tab monk 99 uh last night before before we went on air told me and joe about your website and your merchandise he showed me the uh the shaker and everything and so I checked it out. I'm like, oh my god, this stuff's cool. So I totally ordered your uh, your auto your autograph picture in Shaker and whatnot. So yes, let's talk about your website. Talk about the merchandise, please. Show it off to everybody. For those who want it, link it in the description. Go ahead, Leah. Oh, thank you, thank you, guys. Yeah, I <clears throat> again, this is just I'm so fortunate. A fan. Um, I'm gonna shout out to Alex Poole. Um, he has a a, a printing company and this wonderful opportunity or ability to print on basically any product. So we met through a mutual friend who I've known forever and he came to me and he was like, Hey, what about a shaker bottle? And I also have another um, fan who I'm going to do another shout out to Dwayne uh, Sifu Eagle. He is a artist, and so he came on board and kind of updated Sindel so she's current and created the scream image. And then just to kind of, you know, make sure that we're all clear and copacetic with everybody, um, we've got this nice current skull. And then, you know, but it's it's really cool. It's a shaker bottle. So for my friend here who was asking about how to stay in shape during training, 
make sure you have a shaker bottle. You can throw protein. You can throw energy drink. You can just do ice water. There you um, go. The hub, if you're listening, pick that up. Titan Goji. I know you're a gym rat. Pick that up. Go to uh, link in the description. Pick up that merchandise. <laughs> yes. And then just really quickly, what we did or what Alex did was he actually took all of the any image that I have um, that I was offering in an 8 by 10 he placed it on a canvas. And so this is still in the plastic wrap just because I want to keep it nice and clean. But, mm -hmm. I mean, these are really high-end products. And they're super – they're cost-effective, right? They're not super They're not super expensive. you got a shaker yep. and an 8 by 10 autograph. Yes. Like, you know, I can't wait for it. I can't wait for it. I can't wait for it. <laughs> yeah. And, like, some coasters here. So, uh, you know, I kind of came up with this combat comeback last year because these interviews were coming and yep. I just wanted to, you know, keep, keep acknowledgement to myself um, and also just kind of show respect, but have our own space. So combat yeah. comeback is actually something that uh, Dwayne and I collaborated on. And so that's, that's where we're at, but you can come on um, to my website. I've got this insane water bottle. It's like, yeah, so so there's gear. There's lots of gear. And before I finish, I'm gonna just show you the new sweatshirt. Yes, that's I'm going. I'm gonna get that next. That's next on my list. I love the hoodie. It's so cool. Yeah, so we got we got this hoodie. I got mine today, and then I'll show you the t-shirt really quickly too. Um, and this I also have. We're ready to go with these. Get ready right. to go. So we're, we're still holding on um, the back logo. We just got to make sure we've got a couple things that are correct and accurate yeah. before we start doing mass shipment. But everything is ready to be ordered and um, so grateful. I'm so grateful. Honestly, like Alex, Dwayne, you know, DJ Matt. Okay, so this is another thing just really quick. DJ Matt Bishop reached out to me to do like a Sindel Scream little push plug for his um podcast which i did and then um we started collaborating and so i have this podcast coming out and it's um called spiritual warrior with me and i'll be helping take people through guided meditations little exercises just kind of one minute helping people throughout the day and this was really inspired by just you know, the fans kind of reaching out and um, shout out to Kristen, one of my really awesome fans who she inspired me to kind of take things in a, a different direction with more of like the you know, fitness and that kind of stuff. Yes. And, um, it's been, it's been really wonderful. You know, something that I really would love to like share with the fans is like, I've always wanted to bridge the gaming world and the fitness world and I've made attempts in the past yeah exactly um, but you know there's this thing that's called divine timing right and I think that's kind of where I am fitting into now with everything the franchise is now 30 years I've been in the fitness world for 30 years um, so I'm able to walk into this space and, and really help as many people as I possibly can it just so happens that I'm Sindel and Serena, yeah. you know, that's the, <laughs> kind of like the cherry on top of the Sunday, but I have the experience and, um, really the desire to, to inspire people. Absolutely. And I think that you can, 
be a gamer and be in shape, you know? Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, like why would you why would you not want to be a, a gamer and in shape why would you not want to feel like that you could actually you know powerhouse and, yeah. and do these moves exactly yeah. have strength and more than just your thumbs yeah exactly <laughs> exactly so uh, real quick uh while we're on this topic real quick because i know we got like five more minutes and i know you got to bounce um yes. do you have any general health advice and fitness advice for people like me and joe we're we're we're, we're at the gym a lot but we're but we want to be in like sindel shape so like what, what are your like general like you know health and fitness advice real quick before we you know wrap things up sure thanks for giving me the opportunity to answer that mm -hmm. um my number one go-to is drink water drink water drink water yeah yeah and drink a lot of it um, you know, your body is comprised of 80% of water and cellular turnaround and regeneration is really about being hydrated and being able to detox your body. That's number one. Number two is get eight hours of sleep. Get eight hours of sleep. Get eight hours of sleep. Yeah. Um, it's and, hard. You know, I'm going to tell, tell you something. Okay. I'm going to tell you something. My son is at the 97% of his class. Like, so when he did his testing, That's wonderful. his academics have always, I mean, he's a plus student and That's great. he gets eight hours of sleep and, and he knows the difference because he'll go visit his dad. And then he won't get the eight hours of sleep. Um, but so that's that's just kind of like, you know, he's just kind of a testament to me and saying like how important that sleep is. Um, and then the other thing is, you know, honestly, don't take yourself so seriously. You know, Never do. We stress, we stress <laughs> ourselves out so much. And, uh, and we take ourselves so seriously. And so it's just lighten up. And, you know, if you're playing the game, like, have that be some sort of release, you know, um, that's number three. Number four is pray and meditate, pray and meditate, pray and meditate. Um, and number five is if it grows from the ground, eat it, eat a lot of it, enjoy it. If it comes in a box, toss it. Okay. Those are like my things. Now you will find me eating pizza. You will find me, you know, getting. Well, you, you're, you're in coffee. Chicago, so it make that makes sense. <laughs> right. But I'm saying most of the time, that's those are kind of the, those are the staples of my life. Yeah. You know, I am really like eight thirty. It's bedtime. Nine o'clock. It's bedtime. We're getting to bed. So, um, and that's it. And that that wasn't even talking about working out. That was just talking about lifestyle. Yeah. So. Yeah, those, those, are, those are my top five tips for today. We absolutely <laughs> appreciate that. I'm going to do my very best to take that all in because I have a bad habit of not sleeping. I usually take like, you know, I'll sleep five hours and then I'll sleep. Then I'll take like a two or three hour nap because I work like I work weird shifts. So, but I'm going to try my best to get that eight hours in. Um, so real quick, because I know you got to go, uh, Leah, again, first and foremost, thank you so much for taking time off your busy uh, schedule to be here. This has been absolutely amazing. I'm going to put you on the spot real quick. Uh, sure. There's so much more I would love to get into with you, and we're not going to have time to do it. That being said, would you like to come back on Nerd... Not, I don't know when, but would you like to come back on Nerd Cage Live someday to tackle more Mortal Kombat material? 
absolutely. I would love to come back for sure. For sure. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. And real quick before we also go, do you have a message for the Mortal Kombat fans in the Nerd Cage Nation? Just, just, just you know, any general message to, to, to you know to the fan, you know, to, to your fans and the Mortal Kombat and Sindel fan base. Yes, um, just a great big thank you. Thank you for just supporting, you know, my the character that I portrayed um, for all these years. It's really been an honor and a privilege. Um, and be kind to one another. You know, let's just all keep doing this thing and just be kind, be a good person, have fun, laugh, play some games, eat some good food. <laughs> absolutely. That's, that's awesome. Hearing that from you is absolutely awesome. Thank you so much. So anyway, before we go, again, shameless plug. Uh, I just want to let everybody know. The, all that merchandise that Leah showed off, uh, link is in the description. Check out her merchandise store. I already put an order in. I'm really excited. Uh, also, the link to her Instagram is there as well. Follow her on Instagram, and of course, keep it out. I keep your eye out for her new podcast coming in what October? You said. Yes. Uh, yeah. So keep an eye out for her podcast coming out soon. Um, and real quick. Uh, tomorrow right here on Nerd Cage Live. Uh, we're not going to be going live, but we're going to be premiering our video of um, the Nerd Cage... First, first ever Nerd Cage Live fight critiques where we have an expert martial artist critique movie fights. You know, what makes them great with the flaws and everything else. And we couldn't have had a better first guest for this, for this video. We have Anthony Marquez, the original Kung Lao, is going to be... Um, you know, doing this uh, fight critique video with us. So, yes, please be there at 9 o'clock tomorrow night. You can already like the video and hit the reminder button. It's going to be premiering tomorrow at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. That's 8 Central. That's 6 o'clock in the West. Nerd Cage Fight Critiques with Master Anthony Marquez, the original Kung Lao. Again, Thank you so much, Leah. This has been an absolute honor. Uh, thank you so much again. This was hella fun. We cannot wait to have you back. So that being said, to everybody at Nerd Cage Nation, the Mortal Kombat community, please hit that like button. Uh, oh my gosh, I, I just just fluffed my uh, outro. But you know, we you know, pretty pretty ask you to like, right. like, subscribe, ring that bell, spread it like the Outworld Empire, and of course, as always, enjoy life. Stay safe and good night. Good night. Ooh, trying to get out of the nerd cage, are ya? Well, before you go, hit that subscribe button. And if you're really intrigued, ring that bell. Thank you for dropping by. Until next time, tell everyone you know about Nerd Cage Live! Ha 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 ha!